push all sports. I've got John, Sammy Newman, 300-game player for the Geelong Cats. How are you going today, Sam? Good, mate. How are you? I'm going pretty good today, mate. Uh, Sam, it's been a pretty tough time for all Victorians, and I know you're an avid golfer. What, uh, what's, what, what have you been up to during the last six months of lockdown, and what's your personal view on the lockdown as this state has been in lockdown for pretty much four, four out of the last six months? Well, there's a great question, mate. Um, for a start, we shouldn't underestimate the severity of the uh, COVID virus, which came from China, incidentally. We're not meant to say that. That's meant to be a racist or something, but it came from Wuhan. Uh, that's where the virus came from. I don't know why we shy away from saying that. Uh, but having said that, uh, the state government, this Victorian state government, have been absolutely disgraceful. They've been corrupt. They've been dishonest. They are incompetent. They have taken into regard nothing about freeing up a society which has no necessary credible data to close it down completely. There are various segments of this society, nursing homes, old people, the elderly, those with underlying health problems, but to close the whole thing down blanket-wise is a disgrace. No other state in Australia has done it, and this Premier and his government stand condemned for treachery. It is a disgrace, and why he's still there, I have no idea. Luke Darcy and, and Premier Daniel Andrews had a, a long discussion about this on Monday morning on Triple M's Hot Breakfast. Yep. Number one, did you hear that conversation? And number I two, didn't. Oh, you didn't? Uh, okay. Um, I tell you what, mate, we do a podcast called You Cannot Be Serious. I'll give through your uh, very popular uh, podcast, what we're doing here, an open invitation for uh, Daniel Andrews to come on uh, my uh, podcast, our podcast, uh, You Cannot Be Serious, yep. and uh, I'll ask him some questions that no one's not, not game to ask him. We'll ask him for some answers. We'll insist, when you ask questions, insist that we don't get gobbledygook and doublespeak get some proper answers as to why his government is corrupt, gives jobs for the boys, and is driving this state into the grave. So essentially, Sam, you feel like Daniel Andrews is essentially just lying to all Victorians? Uh, his government are not credible. They're disingenuous. Uh, they make up figures. They're incompetent. Um, they had... Um, the um, contact tracing, I think, was in charge of someone called Annalisa uh, Van Diemen. I think that was her name. Um, she got sacked from uh, the top part of being an assistant uh, health uh, advocate for Daniel Andrews. They've given a corruptly given uh, the um, security firm the brief uh, with no tender process uh, to look after the billeted COVID people. Uh, in hotels and hostels. Uh, you know that as well as I do. The cedar yep. meets a disgrace. As it goes on and on, mate. They are, uh, as I say, how there hasn't been an uprising, I'm not condoning and I'm not advocating people march and start fighting with the police. Yep. It's not the police's fault. How there hasn't been an uprising to march this man and his government out of power is beyond me. I'll tell you how, why, why we don't do it, because basically we're law-abiding citizens. We're not into civil uh, uh, unrest. And uh, unlike what's going on in America, we do respect, uh, actually, 
the law. And um, but sooner, sooner or later, uh, there will be enough. Uh, the, the limit will reach the limit, and someone will take some uh, political, decisive, non-aggressive, uh, non-riotous action. You mentioned the length of time. How, how much longer do you think Victorians, in a general sense, will be able to cope with the current stage four lockdown? I mean, uh, we talk in Christmas time, Sammy. How much longer can no, Victorians cope with this? Who knows? Because because they make it up as they go. If first of all they say uh, they fudge the number of deaths that's due to COVID, uh, they fudge all the um, to, to the, there's you, you know the old saying the statistics the statistics and then there's damn lies and they they just portray it and have it angled to their advantage and if you say you don't want so many COVID cases and then they reduce it and then they go up and then they reduce it what what is the idea what is no COVID cases it's not it's not uh, logical to say that so they why tell me this what possible reason, clinically, data-wise, medically, uh, theoretically, could you not stand on a windsurfer, go fishing on your own, sit on a boat on your own, play tennis uh, with someone down the other end of the net at court, go and play golf, for God's sake. It's the safe, they're the most safest recreational things you can do, and it's yet... It's recreation which will probably save half the community from going stir-crazy and uh, even worse. You speak a lot of sense there, Sam. 100% I agree with, especially the golf one. Uh, speed of golf, what have, you been, what have you been doing to work on your, your putting and, and perhaps maybe even driving in this uh, unusual time? Yeah. Besides being allowed out for an hour, can you believe this is... You'd think this is Russia in the turn of the century. Besides being allowed out of your house for an hour and not being allowed to go five kilometres from home and being indoors by eight o'clock at night... Uh, if you've got a garage big enough that you can swing a golf club in or yep. you've got a hallway in the house, I mean, it's just pathetic. We're not allowed to do anything. If you stand on a park with a golf club in your hand without even a ball and swing it, they say, oh, no, you're actually practising golf. It is. Actually, it's quite humorous to see how this this modern society in 2020 is uh, is copying this nonsense. Normal, everyday activities have suddenly been made illegal by the most incompetent government that's probably ever been in charge of any state in this country. And, of course, the great thing is that he's... Um, uh, the, the government have seen off the Grand Prix. They've seen off uh, AFL football, the AFL football. Good on it. It's going ahead uh, up in the northern states where uh, sanity prevailed. That's why uh, they took the, the, the game in up there. I haven't watched too much of the football. I've lost interest in it. Good on it for it going ahead and Channel 7 for showing it and uh, paying the money to keep it afloat. It's just a, uh, a bun fight and... Uh, I have no ideas on top of the ladder and I have no ideas on the bottom of the ladder. Uh, I've lost interest. As long as people are enjoying it, uh, that's, that's the main thing. doesn't matter what I think about it. And, Sammy, just, just the last one on this COVID-19 problem that we're currently yes. experiencing, what, what, what do you think is going to be the everlasting effect of this doomsday scenario, that being COVID-19? What, what's the future going to look like in Victoria? How long are we going to be in the hole for and how long do you think it's going to take for us to recover as a community and as a society? Well, mate, I'm no economist and I'm no politician, although I wouldn't do any worse than any other person in the job. But um, 
there'll be the, the devastating effects of this government's actions will mean that a very great number of businesses will never come back into operation. A very great number of them will never be as they were. And if something doesn't alter in the very near future, a relaxing, not a disregarding, a relaxing uh, on sensible, cautious guidelines to reopen business, the hospitality, the leisure industry, sensible guidelines, self-distancing, masks, no groups, all that sort of stuff. If you couldn't open up the city, the city is actually rusting as we speak. It's ground to a halt. There's tumbleweeds blowing through the streets. It is a disgrace. And how you can have a government saying that this is the way to go uh, because it is people are scared to death. Death, I mean, scared to death. I use the white word advisedly, scared to death for a whole lot of different ways that people die. The COVID gets them. If you've got underlying health issues, uh, it, it uh, takes your life. And there's people suiciding. There's people going mad because of they see no end to this ridiculous, suppressive nature of this government. Very well said, Sammy. And just before you go, can you just give your podcast a plug? You Cannot Be Serious, which features yourself, Mike Sheen and Don Scott. Well, okay, a little, well, little bit about it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Mike Sheen uh, jumped off the podcast because uh, um, uh, we uh, we had a discussion about uh, Nicky Winmar and why he lifted his jumper up, and uh, that was considered to be um, off limits by... Uh, by the, that was considered to be um, a discussion that we shouldn't have had. So Mick Sheen... Um, jumped into the lifeboat and vacated the premises. He uh, scampered away. And Don Scott and I still do it. And uh, what we do is we discuss issues like you're discussing with me. We discuss sport. We speak about AFL football, although both of us <laughs> don't watch too much of it. But there's uh, underlying things that go on that are uh, peripheral to the actual game. Who's taken the most marks and who's had the most kicks and who's had the most tackles. We don't talk about stuff like that. We talk about why the grand finals played in... Um, uh, Queensland and uh, what the entertainment might be and why did the Richmond football players go to the strip club? Isn't it amazing? You've got to wear a mask uh, <laughs> uh, in Victoria, but you're allowed to take your clothes off and entertain people in Queensland. Isn't that extraordinary? You ever thought how stupid that is? Oh, I certainly agree. What, uh, and, and Johnny, what is your opinion of that? Uh, Sydney Stack and Callum Coleman-Jones? Fair bit of trouble. Well, uh, the thousand dollar well, fine on the table. What's your actual overall view of that? Well, uh, those boys have, um, there's probably been many transgressions. They were probably just unlucky to be caught because I think they got into a fight, didn't they? Uh, what, is more, what is more extraordinary is that the people running the clubs who are billeted away from Victoria have had to uproot their families in many cases and go and live up there to earn the four or $500,000 they get a year for playing football would actually thumb their nose at instructions given by the teams, the leaders, the hierarchy, the the um, committee of the teams. They would thumb their nose and still go and break the curfew rules or break the COVID rules of a hub that they are in, meant, meant to be part of. Why that wouldn't be reinforced on a daily basis by the people who run those clubs uh, Never blame the people that work for you, mate. Always blame the people that employ you in the first place.
<laughs> Certainly, Sam. And uh, one last one before you go. What have you been doing to keep yourself fit? You know, we only get the one hour. It's going to be race to two on Sunday. So what has Sam Newman been doing to keep himself fit? Well, look, I've, I've, um, I've told people this. This is, this is the only thing I do to keep fit, mate. I live on top of a uh, high-rise building. I live on the 40th floor. And I walk up the stairs of that building from the ground to the top every night. That's all I do to keep fit. And uh, I don't know if you've uh, ever walked up 40 flights of stairs, um, 15 stairs to a flight, 40 flights, 600 stairs. I don't know if you've ever done that uh, or have a chance to do that, but have a crack at that one day and see how you go. Definitely, Johnny. Well, I appreciate your time coming on Licorice All Sports. Absolute pleasure to have a chat with you, mate. And it was really nice to meet you and, and for you to give up your time on Monday afternoon. Appreciate it. Good, man. No probs. All the best. Ciao, Johnny. Thank you very much. Bye.